thank you all for being here tonight. As with all of our meetings, we start with a prayer and a pledge. And tonight I'm going to call on Commissioner Beeman. If you please stand and join me in prayer. Let's bow our heads and join to seek God together. Heavenly Father, we come to you today asking for your guidance, wisdom, and support as we begin this meeting. Help us to engage in meaningful conversations. Allow us to grow closer as a group and nurture the bonds of this community. Lord, we accept the appointment. We know we are chosen by you to serve the people, for the people, honoring you by giving you all the glory. So tonight, touch our hearts, our minds. Lead us in the direction that you see. And Lord, I ask you to pray for the people in Israel, to cover them and their families. And Lord, I ask you to wrap your hands around this city to help build us and mold us. All these things we ask, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Commissioner Beeman. Uh, two things before we start. I want to ask, remind the uh, commissioners to please speak directly in, in your mic so that we can be heard. And also ask all if you in the audience, if you would, please mute your cell phones. Please make sure that your cell phones are on mute. Thank you. Now with that, Mr. Clerk, if you will, call the roll. Ma'am. Mayor Stevenson. Here. Commissioner Cochran. Here. Bojo. Here. Beeman. Here. Dawes. Here. Quick. Here. Here. Collins. Here. McDaniels. Here. Thank you. I trust that everybody's had a chance to review our minutes from September the 25th, and there were no additions or corrections, so they will stand approved as by common consent. And tonight we have two proclamations. The first proclamation is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and I will call on Commissioner Beeman. If you're here for that, please come to the front. Thank you. Whereas October is annually recognized as National Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and whereas although pro progress has been made towards preventing and ending domestic violence and providing support to survivors and their families, violence against women and children continues to be prevalent as a social problem, and whereas domestic violence affects people of all genders, sexual orientations, ages, racial, ethnic, cultural, and social, religious, and economic groups in the United States and here in Rome, Georgia. And whereas the crime of domestic violence violates an individual's privacy, dignity, security, and humanity due to systematic use of physical, emotional, sexual, psychological, and economic control and or abuse. Whereas domestic violence has a significant economic impact on women and children and society as a whole. The goal of our community is to support efforts to educate the public about issues of family violence. And whereas it is battered women themselves who have been in our forefront of efforts to bring peace and equality to the home. Now therefore be it resolved that on behalf of the Rome City Commission, I, Sandra Streets, the mayor of the city of Rome, do hereby proclaim the month of October 2023 as Domestic Violence Awareness Month and 
all citizens to actively participate in the scheduled activities and programs brought to you by the Hospitality House Division, Incorporated, to work towards eliminating of personal and institutional violence against women. Giving my hand and seal on this ninth day of October in the year of the Lord, 2023. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. We really appreciate it. This is Hospitality House's 45th year combating domestic violence here in Rome, Georgia, and we're very grateful for your support. So thank you, Nick. Okay, thank you. Susan, you can read this down. Thank you. Okay, uh, our next uh, is Retired Educators Day, and I'm going to call on uh, Commissioner McDaniel. Can you please come up? And this is a joint proclamation. So who do I have the honor to present this to? City of Rome and Floyd County, Georgia proclamation. Whereas the governor of the state of Georgia has proclaimed the day of Sunday, November the 5th, 2023 as Retired Educators Day in Georgia. And whereas there are more than 142,000 retired educators in Georgia, 32,000 plus of whom are members of the Georgia Retired Educators Association. And whereas the retired educators of Georgia donate thousands of hours a volunteer service and making valuable contributions to the welfare of their respective communities across the state. And whereas it is appropriate that a day be designated for citizens to express their appreciation for the contributions that retired educators have made and continue to make for the betterment of human lives and for society. And whereas local churches will recognize those lasting contributions made by retired educators in this community and now therefore be it resolved that the city uh, that the Rome City Commission and the Floyd County Board of Commissioners do hereby proclaim November the 5th 2023 as retired educators day and call upon all city of Rome and Floyd County citizens to observe this day by honoring retired educators this is signed by our mayor Sandy Stevenson it will all be also be presented to the Floyd County Board of Edu uh, Commissioners, I think, in their meeting tomorrow night. So, thank you. And if one of you would like to go to the podium and speak, you're welcome to go to the podium and speak. I want to thank you for what you all do in, in our domestic violence, what, what you do to prevent that and, and help the victims. And thank you all for your service that you gave uh, to students that are probably some should be sitting up here now with some to come. But thank you all for all that you've done. Okay, tonight we do have two registered guests. And first we're going to call on Mr. Rain Robertson. If you would go to the podium, give us your name, and you have up to three minutes. Okay, thank you, you very much. Mm -hmm. My name is Wayne Robinson. and just wanted to speak one moment about our Rome Middle School. Uh, first off, I am totally in agreement that a Rome Middle School is needed in some capacity. The only thing I am not in favor of is a sudden haste to get it started without firm bids and assurance of funding from, uh, with, a, with, with assurance of funding. My father always uh, taught me that 
you don't purchase something until you have the money to pay for it or the means of making the payments on it. So um, also, it was my understanding that a municipality had to acquire three separate bids on a project before uh, it could begin construction. To my knowledge, we don't have three separate bids. Um, and East Bloss was, was voted on and approved for approximately $54 million to build the new school, along with $17 million from the government for a total of $71 million. Now we're saying that it will take $120 million to build uh, and only if the city guarantees the bonds to complete the project. After interest is paid of approximately $45 million, it is quickly approaching $170 million. This does not include furnishings of the building or the road for proper access to it. When the idea of a new middle school was started by then school superintendent Lou Byers, it was done um, because of the sudden influx of proposed housing being built in Rome. To date, only a small portion of these projects have been started and mostly are in the planning stages. The only one that has been started and complete or under construction is a project that is for 55 and older. Not too many kids are gonna be coming from that project. And therefore, I don't think hitting the panic button is justified at this moment. I would ask that the commission pump the brakes and get the real numbers in hand. Then I would ask that you take the actual cost and method of funding back to the voters and taxpayers and inform them of the possible effect it could have on them. If the future East Blosh are not approved for some reason, then the method of repayment falls back on the taxpayers with a sizable increase in property taxes. By approving a 20-year bond, it would mean that our children will be paying for this project long after many of us are not here. Some of us uh, also, even if the future East Blosh are voted in, what about the funding to, for improvements on the other schools that we have? One other thing is I don't think enough exploration has been done to see if the current building could be renovated or added onto by adding another story to the building. So bottom line is I ask that you uh, be totally transparent with the voters and taxpayers and get their approval for the funding of such a large expenditure because in my opinion, many are not aware of what may be placed on them down the road for this project. Okay, Mr. Roger Way, if you would give us your name and address, please. You have up to three minutes. Thank you. I, too, want to speak about the junior high school and the bonding issue. Uh, each of you commissioners, I believe, are parents. And picture this in your mind. Your 16-year-old comes in one evening and says, Hey, Mom or Dad, uh, gee, I can drive now. And I'd like to have a part-time job, make a little money and, you know, a little date money maybe buy an automobile and I need transportation. So what I want you to do is go over to the Ford place and buy me a 2023 Ford Rapture pickup truck. It's only $145,000, but don't worry. I'm going to pay you back. I'm going to pay you back out of my future earnings that I'm going to make for the next 20 years. So fast forward. The school board and, and the East Plus committee, committee came to us and said, we need a new middle school. I agree we need a new middle school. 
We need to get them out of temporary classrooms all over the system. Desperately needed. It's going to take $54 million, but we're going to have money left out of that to take care of buses and roofs and HVAC for other school buildings. So I vote yes. What I bought was $54 million worth of tax money to build an educational facility. I didn't vote for a $25 million athletic wing, a $10 million community storm shelter, a $4 million auditorium, baseball stadiums and football stadiums with concession stands, and seats for up to 1,500 people, which means parking for about 1,000 cars to accommodate 1,500 seats, and none of these kids have driver's license. So it's about reasonable and responsible. What, what, what went on in the interchange with you and your child about the truck, you're not going to do that. You're going to say no. You're going to find some transportation for that child, but it's not going to be that $145,000 pickup truck. What is going on now with the school system and the community is, yes, we need a new educational facility without question. And, and, and that needs to be in a reasonable amount. We don't need to buy things that we weren't told we were going to buy to start with in the referendum. I leave you with... You can't change the beginning, but we can start now and change the ending. Thank you. Thank you. We have no resolutions tonight. We do have several items. Um, first reading, I'm going to call on Mr. Clark. Yes, ma'am, you do have three items that are coming to you tonight from the Planning Commission. <laughs> the first is a special use permit request for an adult daycare on property uh, at 27 Rose Way Circle in zone high density traditional residential. Uh, this does come with a unanimous recommendation to deny. The second file is rezoning uh, request for property at 703 South Broad Street and the request is to rezone this property from high density traditional residential to multifamily residential. This comes to you with a unanimous recommendation to approve. Uh, the third file is also a rezoning file for property located at 101 John Davenport Drive. A request to rezone this property from light industrial to community commercial. This one also comes to you with a unanimous recommendation for approval. Uh, we're placing these on first reading tonight and we have a public hearing plan two weeks from tonight on October 23rd. Thank you, sir. We do have one item on second reading, and I'm going to call on Commissioner Askew. Madam Mayor, the, this is um, in regards to the amendment to um, assemble. Um, we have discussed this, and um, I'd like to make a motion that we remand this to committee for further study. May I have a motion to send this back to committee? For second. Further? Okay, I have a motion and a second. Have any discussion? Hearing none, if you will, uh, Mr. Clerk, please call the roll. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. McDaniel? Yes. Okay, thank you. It's uh, referred back to committee for further review. 
We have nothing continued on first reading. We have no public hearings. Mr. Clark? Uh, no report at this time, Madam Mayor. Thank you. Uh, Miss Manager? No report, Mayor. Thank you. Thank you. Mr. Attorney? Uh, Mayor, first thing I have is, uh, and I'll, uh, is to talk about the NOVA agreement. Uh, and I'll uh, defer to Commissioner Bojo in just a moment, but let me explain. Back in December 19th of 2022, the City Commission approved a development agreement subject to uh, attorney's uh, approval and corrections. Uh, the County Commission approved a, a binding MOU on January the 10th of 2023. Uh, this, is a, this is on the West 3rd uh, Street property. Uh, this is to be built, uh, NOVA is to build over 200 apartments on that property. They're going to have uh, arts uh, facilities, uh, food, beverage facilities, as well as other uh, commercial outlets. Uh, we've been working on this, this project uh, and the commission has approved it, but what we have tonight is uh, NOVA will be closing with its bank tomorrow, and so we have a development agreement along with the, the TAD note to approve uh, a pledge agreement where they'll be pledging their TAD, which is not unusual to the bank in case the bank were to have to take over the matter. And then if, uh, also for any necessary quick claim deeds or other documents that would need to be assigned. And so I would ask that you all approve that and ask Commissioner Bojo when she comes from this committee uh, to follow up on that. All right, I would like to make a motion that the city approve and ratify the Nova District in Rome, Georgia development agreement, the TAD note, a pledged agreement, and any quick claim deed necessary to carry out the Nova project. The TAD benefits are based on the growth of the NOVA project and its growth only within the TAD 1 district. And that is our motion. Thank you. I have a motion. Do I have a second? Second. Okay, I have a motion and a second. Do I have any discussion? Okay, hearing none, Mr. Clark, if you would please call the roll. Commissioner Cochran? Yes. Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dawes? Yes. Quick? Yes. Askew? Yes. Collins? Yes. Dane? Yes. Okay, thank you. Motion carries. Uh, Madam Mayor, I have one other matter, and that is to uh, 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 remind you all that uh, based on the mediation that was and, and the resolution of the uh, Commissioner Cochran matter, uh, that a, uh, our, the attorneys along with the mediator have proposed for your consideration down the road uh, new grievance procedures and disciplinary appeals. Uh, a, a revised code of ethics ordinance and a code of conduct for elected officials and members of appointed boards, commissions, and committees. All of these are out for you to consider and to study in order to put that uh, in place and we, and we will evaluate and make our recommendations as well as to how those fit within the city code. Uh, additionally, as Mr. Necklin and Mr. Jackson recommended, they discussed in in caucus about entering into moratoriums. Uh, if, if the commission is interested in entering into those moratoriums or an alternative, then uh, I would uh, turn it over to any commissioner that might want to make a motion uh, along those lines as it relates to the code of ethics. Thank you. This time I'll entertain a motion. I'd like to make a motion to approve a rule under city code 2-107 
the ethics ordinance to allow the city attorney to vet or evaluate any ethics complaints to determine its valid validity so that the complaint can be evaluated prior to the selection of a three-member panel for a hearing. I have a motion. Do I have a second? Second. I have a motion and a second. Is there any discussion? Thank you. Is there any discussion? Any questions from the right? Any questions to the left? I do have one question, uh, actually more than one question. There was some confusion during the process that section 2-107 and section 2-108 were actually two different processes. One was filed with the city commission, the other was filed with the clerk. And so we're saying that 2-107 also covers the process that is filed with the clerk. Okay. And this. Andy, could you use a mic, please? 2-107 <laughs> is uh, investigative procedures and allows the city commission to adopt rules. 2-108 is an enforcement procedure where uh, then the panel is selected and you all can make rules as you go along without changing the ordinance. They do not have to be part of that. And this, this is a way in which to try to uh, vet and evaluate those prior to reaching a panel. And, and this option has always been available? I believe that it had. Another member in my office felt like that the rule was not clear enough, and that's why we decided we needed to ask the commission to vote to make it available. Thank you. Any further questions? Mr. Clerk? In this scenario, do I vote last? I will hold you for last. Okay, thank you. Sure. Commissioner Bojo? Yes. Beeman? Yes. Dahl? Yes. Quick? Yes. Ask you? Yes. McDaniel? Yes. Big yes, sir. Ebony is a yes also, please. Thank you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Under my time, I just have two announcements. The Joint Services Committee meeting scheduled for Monday, October the 16th, has been canceled. And the Rome Floyd Development Authority will meet Tuesday, October the 17th at 10 a.m. at 800 Broad Street. And that's all I have. I'm calling Commissioner Cochran. No announcements, Madam Mayor. Thank you. Okay, thank you, sir. Uh, Commissioner Bojo. Yes, ma'am. We've already voted on the PAD application for the NOVA under the, uh, um, <clears throat> excuse me, under the Community re Redevelopment. But I will tell you that there is a Transportation Policy Committee Wednesday, October 18th, 10 a.m. in the Carnegie Training Room, and that concludes my report. Commissioner Bojo, if I may, before we leave there, Madam Mayor, could you please, for the listening audience, share with us the information you told us about North Rome TAD coming soon or whatever? The North Rome TAD is not, is, um, we've just received back the 
what do you call it? The final draft from uh, KB, whatever. They're the ones that are putting the tab together, and um, it has not gone back before the uh, community redevelopment since that's come back. I haven't seen it. I think it just got here like the other day, like the end of last week. So it's still on hold for, at this particular time. Thank you very much, sir. Thank you, Commissioner Bozo. Commissioner Collins, Commissioner Beeman. Yes, ma'am. Um, under my time, the Historic Preservation Committee will meet Wednesday, October the 18th at 2.30 p.m. in the Sam King Room. And I want to also acknowledge that the, that the community kickoff for the Nofron project was held last Tuesday, October the 3rd at, at Thankful Baptist Church. And with this opportunity, this is for the public to, it was for the public to learn more about this uh, project. And what was actually taking place is that the city was awarded a grant to be able to go in and research and uh, pay homage to undisclosed, unrepresentative, if I'm, if I'm explaining it right, uh, communities to apply for grant monies. So right now what they're asking is that the next kickoff meetings that we do have representation there to be able to highlight landmarks and uh, historical areas so, so we'll be able to pursue this grant. This is uh, the first time that anybody in the state of Georgia has ever received this grant, so it is a big deal. So we do need a lot of support, and we do need a lot to know a lot about historical areas. Under Keep Ron Floyd Beautiful, this Friday is called Freaky Friday, and the city employees are responsible for cleaning up the Napoleon Fielder Recreation Center. So they're asking everybody to come out if you can and support the uh, uh, city employees cleanup day. And it's Friday, October the 13th from 8.30 a.m. to 12 o'clock p.m. at the Napoleon Fielder Center. And up under the Public Works Traffic and Transit Committee, that meeting has been rescheduled for Wednesday, October the 11th. That meeting Wednesday, October the 11th has been canceled and rescheduled for next month. Thank you. That concludes my report. Uh, if I may, that grant that you're talking about, Yes, and it will, the nominations for the National Register of Historic Places for the North Rome Historic District, that's what we're trying to make sure that all the areas of North Rome go onto the National Historic Register. I will tell you the efforts of uh, the gentleman sitting in the back of this room, none other than Bishop Norris Adams, if you would stand. This gentleman here is the reason for the plaque up there at Five Point, which that land was through John Bennett was allowed for us to put up there all the names of the businesses, and we couldn't get them all on that plaque. But if you stop by there at some point in time, it's all the names of the businesses was on that Five Point area there. It's on that plaque, along with the people who ran it. Norris Allen uh, Sr., Bishop Norris Allen Sr., uh, and myself, of course, founded the Northwest Regional Minority Development Authority, allowed for that, along with a bunch of partners, to get together and commemorate those guys. And the state saw fit that that whole area should be recognized as historical. And with that grant being put in place, it's going to go a long way. 
Thank you, Knox. Commissioner Dallas. Just real quickly, with this beautiful Rome and Floyd County weather, I want to encourage our citizens to get out on our trails. We have some awesome trails in our community, and this is the perfect weather to get outside and, and take a deep breath and just count your blessings. Thank you, Mayor. Okay, thank you, sir. Commissioner Quick. Thank you very much. I w just one meeting announcement to announce the Downtown Development Authority will be meeting this Thursday at October 12th, 8.30 a.m. in the Carnegie Training Room. But a big day coming up on Saturday, the Downtown Development Authority will host the 8th Annual Fiddlin' Fest. And that's going to be downtown from 12 noon until 6 p.m., and I think at last count, they had over 120 exhibitors that are going to be there. And it's going to be a family fun day, so gather up all of your relatives, bring them downtown, and let's really have a great time in our wonderful downtown community. That concludes my report. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Askew. Um, Madam Mayor, um, from the uh, public, uh, the fire overview committee, um, we have uh, a resolution to approve a private lease purchase of fire apparatus for the uh, fire department. We are um, in the process of acquiring a new fire engine and we're gonna use the um, lease purchase option to, uh, to acquire that. And the, um, the cost of that fire truck is over a million dollars. They have, um, Price has increased tremendously over the past few years, and um, so we um, have a resolution for um, to approve a lease purchase agreement for the for that fire truck. And I make that as a motion. Second. Okay, I have a motion and a second. Do we have any discussion? Okay, and Mr. Clark. Commissioner Cochran. Yes. Bojo. Yes. 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 Quick. Yes. Askew. Yes. Collins. Yes. Daniel. Yes. Thank you. Motion carries. Um, yes. Um, last year in November, um, the city of Rome hosted a Israeli delegation uh, at the law enforcement complex. Um, we had 
public safety people from all over the um, nation of Israel to come in to Rome and to observe our fire, I mean, our police department and to uh, converse with, with us. Um, I know Commissioner Quick and I were there and um, we received some heartbreaking news today that um, one of the chief, one of the um, chiefs who was here in 2022 was murdered in the um, Hamas attack in Israel. And uh, we'd like to express our sympathy and our concern for his family and for the nation of Israel. And um, finally, as a member of the Rome Exchange Club, we'd like to um, acknowledge that we had a very successful Coosa Valley Fair this past week. The uh, weather was great, other than a little cold toward the end of the week. And um, as um, the person over the uh, community building, I'd like to acknowledge that the um, two of our award winners were the uh, Rome Eco Center and the Keep Rome Floyd Beautiful um, air department. So they were awarded for their display in the um, community building this past week. That's all I have. Thank you, sir. Commissioner Collins. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, I will tell you, finance will meet on Wednesday, October 18th, 10.30 a.m. in the Sam King Room. And I think uh, I see Tony here, but I think we had a guest on that day. Um, we had a very nice finance meeting about a week ago, and it's went very well, and some great news is coming forward on that. I would like to take a point of personal privilege at this time, if I may, Madam Mayor, to just to say that to the listening audience as well as the commission that we have went through a period of about around eight months that um, sort of tough on the eyes and ears of our citizens as well as us commissioners. But I heard some encouraging conversation this evening from my colleague who sat beside me to my left this afternoon about the fact that it's now time for healing and a new new beginning going forward and to try to get back to the family that we know that we can be. Thank you, sir. Commissioner McDaniel. Thank you, Madam Mayor. Uh, following up on what Commissioner Collins said, I, <clears throat> I think the older we get, sometimes we forget that old golden rule. We need to treat people the way we want to be treated, and that'll go a long way in getting us through life. And um, I hope we can all do that going forward. Uh, committee reports, Alcohol Control Commission will be meet Monday, October the 16th at 5 p.m. in the commission chambers. Northwest Georgia Regional Commission will meet Thursday, October the 19th at 
at 11 a.m. at the Civic Center. John Floyd Parks and Recreation Committee will meet Thursday, October the 17th at 12 p.m. at the Parker uh, Center. And Madam Mayor, if I could, just a point of privilege, um, we, we're in the midst of city elections and uh, early voting starts in a week, I think. But we've got a SPLOST election. And um, I know people look at that as a new tax. It's not a new tax. It doesn't add one thing uh, in terms of when you buy something. It's still going to be the continuation of that penny tax. And some of us have worked on SPLOST committees in the past. And you build your infrastructure without having to buy bonds. You do it with SPLOST packages. And we have been very successful in this community. And I know a lot of people just raise a red flag and say no new taxes. But let me tell you, the, spl the SPLOST tax and the ESPLOST are the best ways to build infrastructure and provide quality of life in a community. And I hope you all turn out to vote. And I hope you'll give strong uh, consideration to voting for this SPLOST package. And that's all I have, Mayor. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. If there's nothing else to come before this commission. Yes, sir. Can I add one thing to go along with you and your office with this? I think we've all been proud to hear that the RFD and the streets are not very full. Please do not out on the streets and connect the big houses or the CRS connectors. That is moving forward. Thank you, sir. Okay, thank you. Nothing else? We adjourn.